So I am Jennifer and I am a proud slave of Jesus Christ and don't know why I took so long. Mm. But I wanted to talk today about why the promise feels like it takes so long. So I had a point and I want to say it was probably about a year ago that I went through a situation in which the Lord had isolated me and he really began to get really deep with me and he showed me these beautiful things that I was going to have. He showed me that I was going to have money galore. He showed me I was going to have a big house. I was going to have a big car. I was going to have purpose and destiny and all of this stuff. So at the time I'm like, okay, give me my money. I'm ready. I'm ready. He also gave me a business plan and showed me like how to lay it all out. Y'all, he gave me an idea of what it was supposed to look like. I kind of, you know, scribbled it out on paper and then he just walked me through on what to do. I ended up going on a website, submitted that uh, document. They made beautiful prints out of it like real legit professional prints i jotted down the ideas that the lord was talking to me about submitted it to someone else they created a real legit business plan i mean the lord was bringing resources to me he was walking me through it so it wasn't just as though he was just trying to like give me stuff so I can have stuff. It was for purpose. You know, he also showed me with the house, with the vehicle, with all these things that he wanted to bless me with, you know, what I was supposed to do with that. It wasn't just for me, right? It wasn't just for me to flex. It was for purpose. There were things that he wanted me to do, you know, with that stuff. So he was going to bless me, but I couldn't understand why it was taking so long. I'm like, why is he having me wait? And I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I was getting upset and I was getting frustrated because I'm like, I felt like it was a carrot just being dangled over my head. Like, come on, you want it? And it was like, it would just be put out of my reach so that I would take another step for it, take another step. So I was getting upset and I'm like, I don't even want it no more. Like, I felt like I didn't want it like that to begin with, but the desire was put on my heart to have it. And it kept coming up, which created this increase in pressure and intensity to go after it, to have it, but it was never within reach. And it always felt like it was used as a motivational tool, but I never could get it. And I would get upset and I would get frustrated because I didn't understand why. I didn't understand what the issue was. So now looking back on it, oh, y'all, I was so frustrated month after month after month because I'm doing the work. I'm like, Lord, I'm doing the work. I'm taking the steps, right? I'm allowing you to reveal the next step and then taking that step. Like I'm walking, like and I felt like I was digging in and exhausting my resources, right? 
I felt like they were mine. They were really God's. But I was like, now I'm dipping into my money and I'm dipping into, you know, my time that I'm supposed to have with my kids and my family. And I'm taking away from my bank account. You know, I am tapping into people and, you know, asking and feeling like I'm begging, borrowing and stealing. I'm like, Lord, when are you going to come through? I was upset, y'all. I'm like, I don't even want to do this no more. Like, why? And I asking the Lord if I could say it. I quit, y'all. I quit. I said, ain't nobody got time for this. I sat my butt up in that bed, put on Netflix, and chill, y'all, and chill. I was like, I'm not doing this no more. I don't done everything I could possibly do. I'm tired of chasing this. I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired. I'm tired. The Lord let that go on for so long, y'all. And then he turned my life upside down. <laughs> it was so much chaos going on in my life that he made me put some respect on his name, y'all. And I felt like what he did was he said, okay, you don't want to respond to me and my goodness and what I'm doing in your life. Okay, let me pull my hand back a little bit. And I'll bet you you'll respond to the devil because he did a fiery work. The devil, it was like he had full permission to go hard, to go hard and rolled up his sleeves and went to work. Okay, and went to work. So it, it tightened me up. But I realized why now, seeing the way how I am now, versus the way how I was then, why it took so long. You see, right now, I'm so surrendered, I'm so locked into the Lord, that he's revealing to me again what I'm gonna come into in the bigness. And I'm not even moved by it, y'all. Like, of course, you know, yeah, you're gonna want, you're gonna desire, you're gonna be, you know, uh, wanting etc you know somebody can't be like i'm gonna give you a five million dollar check and you'd be like yeah <laughs> and it not move you at all you know but i'm just not motivated by it why because i'm not doing this for that i'm doing this <laughs> just because i love the lord and it's what he wants to do the Lord has done such an amazing work on me now to where I'm like, okay, today, if we're working hard, we're working hard. Today, if we're just doing time spending with each other, okay. Today, if we're, you know, um, going to go meet people, okay. Today, if we're going to, you know, challenge me and, you know, kind of put me out there working in my gifts, like, and make me uncomfortable, like, okay, I'm not doing anything to get money to get clout to get famous to get the car to get that i'm not doing anything for any of that i'm doing it because i love the lord i'm in relationship with the lord i'm surrendered to him i'm content with him why i have everything i need because i have him i don't need stuff i have him 
So if he gives it to me today, he gives it to me today. If he says, you know what? I want to give it to you 20 years from now, so be it. Right now I'm sleeping in my car and I'm like, I don't even care. So what? And if he has me do that for six months, 10 months, like I just look, look at me. I'm just like clay in the potter's hands, whatever you want to do. And not out of misery, you know, I'm just like, Jesus, I just love you. I just feel so at peace and so re at rest with you. You'll supply all my needs according to your riches and your glory. If I run out of money, I run out of money. Right? I only have a certain dollar amount on me and it's not that much. But he's asking me to do stuff with it and I'm like, okay. Okay. Why? If I run out of money and don't have food to eat, okay, I'll fast. That must mean it's your will. I'll suffer for you. You want me to move into a hotel today? I'll do it. You want me to sleep in my car today? I'll do it. Then it must be your will. I love you, Jesus. And if that's what you want me to do, I'll do it. Why? Because I lost my life to him and I'm detached. I'm not attached to anything or anyone. So it is what it is. So now the Lord lets me know in ways, oh, you're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be this. And I'm like, okay. All right. But I'm not doing it for that. What am I doing? What thus saith the Lord? Why? Because I love him. Period. It's your life. Do what you want to do with it. Now, take where I was before. When the Lord told me I was going to get money, I had every cart I could think of filled up online. Y'all, my Amazon cart was filled up. What? My sheen cart was filled up with stuff. I had every single clothing site I could think of filled up with stuff stuff y'all my amazon cart was filled up with stuff i wanted to decorate my home y'all i have my my jeep i had a a tab pulled up so i could put that on my favorites with the jeep and the jeep was dope y'all the jeep the, that jeep it was a custom jeep that thing had to be over 50k had to be over oh that thing was sick Oh, I was sick. Y'all, the, the build of it, the build of it was like nothing I ever seen. All the bells and whistles and stuff, I couldn't even describe it. But that thing right there was nasty, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I had everything picked out. The best of the best of the best. My exercise equipment. I had, you know you know good the ministry stuff and i thought about you know taking my kids out on shopping dropping them a couple grand you know here and there just so that they could play with have money with thinking about what i was gonna do for them like hey maybe i'll get them a um a multiplex maybe i'll get them a, a apartment building that they can run you know like i'm just thinking all this stuff like i'm thinking money I, i'm about to have money we about to have this money. Do you see the situation? <laughs> I was like, yes, we're going to do the ministry thing. It's going to be awesome. We're going to save souls. We're going to do this, but I'm about to go get this money. <laughs> and that's why the promise was taking so long. 
because I was still, even at the time, y'all, I was still in relationship with God. I was still talking to him every day. I was still, I was in the process of praying, reading Christian books, letting him speak to me on Christian books, letting him talk to me about the scripture I was reading. I was journaling and he was writing, you know, just pages to me, giving me instruction. He was healing, teaching. Like I was really engrossed with the Lord. I really gave him so much of myself. But did you see my heart posture when it came to that money, y'all? Where was my heart posture with waiting on the Lord? Was my priority really the Lord or what we were going to do together? I loved the Lord. I really did. But this heart posture right here says, I'm in need of nothing. This heart posture right here says, I'm in want of nothing. So I know this is why the Lord is showing me this and telling me this is because he's like, now you're ready. I couldn't give it to you then because your heart wasn't in the right place. You were still actually one foot in the world in pursuit of worldly things, still holding on to worldly ideals. I was still, oh God, you're so good. He gave me this image back then, which now I'm understanding. Now, just now it hit me. He gave me this image back then of one side being this field of flowers and being free and dancing within the beautiful field with Jesus Christ. And it was so beautiful. It was almost like you would picture heaven to be like. And then on the other side, it was like city-like, dark. There was a war going on. It was terrible. And the Lord was showing me at the time this, this rustling that was going on. This one foot in heaven and one foot in the world. But now I've come into that full understanding that because I was there, the promise was delayed. Because I was there, I wasn't ready. Why? Because I was still one foot in the world. I want to ask you today, are you waiting on the promise because the promise could be waiting on you the Lord could be waiting on you and not to say that you have to do XYZ in order to get to where he needs you to be it's not his time yet and it's not his time yet because it's not your time yet because it's not just a checklist he wants to go through. There's a processing that still has to happen in which you have to decide to go through the process, allow the process to happen and allow those things to get burnt off of you that will not serve you in the promised land. Gosh, when you think about hoarders, 
<laughs> it is not just enough to go clean up their house. If you don't deal with the mentality, the mindset that got them to a place where that type of lifestyle is acceptable, then they're merely going to take that house that you just cleaned up and within a year, it'll be all dirty again. I don't want to say dirty. It'll be full. <laughs> it'll be full again. It'll be right back to hoarder status because you didn't deal with the mindset. Right? You know how they say, hey, you could take the hood out the person, but you can't take the person. You could take the person out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the person. So now you got somebody out in Beverly Hills and they like, what's up? What up? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't take a redneck out of their situation and then try to put them into glitz and glamour. Because that situation going to turn into where they just came from out of the redneck situation. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't deal with the mindset, the mentality. So why is the promise taking so long? God has to deal with your mindset. He has to deal with your mentality. He got to deal with your heart. He got to deal with the way how you move, the way how you think. Or he's going to take you out of where you are, put you into your promised land. And guess what? A year from now, your promised land going to look just like all of this over here. Because it's the mind of an individual that motivated the action of the individual. It's the heart of the individual that motivates the actions of the individual that you still taking with you. That's going to fire up and kick back up in action once when you get over here. And it's going to, so what, what would be the purpose then? Some of us got so much going on that we got to get healed from that we got to get delivered from that we have to learn that we have to get taught that we have to be disciplined in before we can not just walk into the promised land but be able to sustain it if not he gonna set you up with a job he gonna set you up with a house he gonna set you up with a husband with a wife or he gonna fix your situation with the husband or wife that you have right now with your kids he gonna set you up with a church he gonna set you up with a business he gonna bring it all to you he gonna bring you money on top of money on top of money so you ain't gotta worry about nothing he gonna walk you into a new wardrobe he gonna give you a new look he gonna do all that stuff and because you haven't dealt with all that other stuff guess what all it's gonna take is somebody to offend you on that job and now you start going downhill on that job you get enough offense on that job you now walking away from that job because you ain't gotta put up with that won't the devil use a fence to throw you off and shake you up? Some of y'all in y'all marriages, the Lord will fix it up. But because you haven't dealt with all the issues that your marriage had before, now all of a sudden you're still harboring offense, resentment, bitterness. You're still motivated and moving by anger, having this 
tit for tat stuff oh he did this and so now i'm gonna do this and she did that so ain't no way i'm about to do this no she don't do this for you haven't dealt with that mindset so now he gets y'all on the right path, but then you go right back into that mindset. Now you ready to walk away. You ready to leave because you sick of it because you're still carrying all that unforgiveness in your heart. You focused on money. You focused on material things. You focus on trying to impress people, on trying to be somebody, on trying to be accepted and loved and admired. You still have this consumerist mindset where you just got to consume, 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 consume. You haven't understood how to be able to use discernment, to be able to speak to God in relationship with him, to be able to ask questions. So guess what? Your money now is just getting drained. You're just draining it. You don't have any financial uh, literacy. You don't have any financial discipline. So now you're just burning through money. People come to you with a sob story. You just giving all the money away because you're not using discernment. The devil's sending people left and right to give you a sob story because he wants to drain your money, right? Your heart may be in the right place, but because you don't have that relationship and surrender with the Lord where you're asking him, who is this? What do you want me to do? What's going on with him? The Lord had to teach me about that. Oh, you want to do a good thing by inviting this woman with her kids over to your house so they can hang out, play video games because they don't have a home because you feel bad for the kids. And then she said she don't have a car and she wants to be able to move. So you like, I'll watch the kids. She could just use the car for a day and have fun. What if she used that car to go buy some crack? What if she used that car to go buy some crystal meth? Jennifer, you need to talk to me and ask me before you even want to do good. Right? You want to give somebody $100 because you see that they buying hot dogs. I had that happen to me. God said, no, don't do that. You going to give her money so she could buy groceries for the kids. Now the money she was supposed to spend to buy groceries for the kids. You don't know if she going to buy alcohol. If she's an alcoholic. You don't know if she going to buy dope. Don't do that. You ask me first, but because you don't have that relationship with the Lord and he hasn't trained you and taught you in those areas, it becomes another drain on your finances and you doing more harm than good in this world for both yourself and others. You see what I'm saying? We could keep going and going and going, but God cannot take you into a place unless he processes and prepares you so the place will be of good, of benefit instead of, of harm. Why would you put somebody into a position that's going to make them worse, that's going to wreak havoc in their own lives even more and in the lives of others and put them even in a worse position than what they started out with? No, the promise has taken a long time, according to you. The promise has taken time because the Lord needs to deal with you and process you. So what's more important? Is it more important that you have the stuff? That you have the ministry? That you have the purpose? Or that you have relationship with Jesus Christ? It's enough right now for me to know I'm in the perfect will of God. Oh, it's enough. That's all I want. 
who cares if I get the stuff, the people, the all the stuff he's telling me about, who cares? Like, I'm content with knowing that I'm in the will of God. I'm joyful, I'm happy, I'm content, I'm free. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm in love with Jesus. I'm really in love. I'm doing what he asked me to do because I'm in love. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do, y'all. But just obey the will of my father. Why is your promise taking so long? Why are you getting frustrated with it? Why are you getting upset? That's the key. The key is in your frustration and irritation because if you were really just in love with Jesus Christ and pursuing being in his perfect will, then you wouldn't be irritated or frustrated. It wouldn't matter, right? Because you would know that the Lord is going to take care of all your needs according to his riches and his glory. And all of that is just all of that. You got everything you need in Christ get to that point oh and the promise is surely on its way talk soon bye